0: have just a few words. Numbers chapter 6, verse 22. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and his sons, saying, Thus you shall bless the people of Israel. You shall say to them, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. So they shall put my name upon the people of Israel and I will bless them. Lord, we thank you for your word. It is rich, it is life, and it is ours. Give us ears that hear and eyes that see. In Jesus' name, amen. The greatest blessing the Lord has ever given you what would you say that is? Salvation. As you think about your own personal life, and you consider the blessings that are unique to you, not perhaps the universal blessings that God has given upon all earth, or the special revelation of God and the blessing that He's given upon those who are sons and daughters by faith because of Christ. But what has God done that has blessed you? Well, I'm sure that there are countless ways. And if you were to spend some time thinking about it, you would actually be worshiping. Because that's what worship really is. It's recounting the goodness of the Lord. And thanking Him. The Lord has said in his word the sacrifices of the offerings, the burnt offerings, the bulls and the goats and the blood of rams and lambs that he has not required of you, but he has required of us that we be thankful. Grateful hearts, these are cherished by the Lord. A humble heart, a grateful heart, a contrite heart the Lord will not despise. So I ask you again, what is the greatest blessing that the Lord has given you? Life indeed. Life indeed, Tim. Today, I want to celebrate the fact that God has given us his word. And he hasn't just given us his word as in some proclamation made from a universal throne which of course he has done and that is magnificent. The word of the Lord is enduring. It's uh, impossible for it to fail. The word of the Lord goes forth and must produce what it has been sent forth to do. The word of the Lord is effective, it's powerful, it's sharper than swords sharpened on both sides. But the Lord has spoken And his word became flesh. And the word of God walked amongst us. And God has demonstrated for us in Christ Jesus what he is saying. So if you ever don't know what God is saying, take a look at Jesus. Take a look at Jesus. Thankfully, we have accounts. Because the Lord did not just walk amongst us and live out a story that we would then forget. But he actually had it written down, so we could go back there any time. The Word of God became flesh, and then the Word of God became words on a page written down that you and I might cherish them and know him through these words. And I can tell you that there is no greater blessing that God could give you If the Lord were to lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace, there's no greater way for that to come into your life but through the word of God. You are rich, my friends. How many of you can read? Actually, probably I shouldn't ask that because if there's anybody here who can't read, maybe you're ashamed of that. Please don't be. We cannot take credit and glory for who we are and where we are. Everything that we have is given to us by God. And no man has anything unless God gives it to him. So whether you can read or not, it doesn't make you any better or worse off. But for those of you who are able to read, how rich you are! I have a Bible in a box, in a pod. It's written in some language with letters I can't understand and words I don't know. I keep it as a reminder. I remember the missionary who was a visitor at Faith Assembly of God who had just finished translating this Bible after 20 years of work. And he just got it in his hands for the very first time. And the Bibles were being shipped over to somewhere in New Guinea, I think. I've kept that Bible, it reminds me, when I pick it up and look at it and can't understand a blessed word, it reminds me how rich I am to have the Bible in my own language. If I have an admonition for you today, my reading friends, read the word of God. Please read the word of God. The Lord has lifted up his face upon you. His countenance is shining daily from the scripture, never ceasing. Now, every morning there's a sunrise, every evening there's a sunset, but we don't catch them all the time, do we? Sometimes they're obscured by clouds. Sometimes they're obscured by our pillow (laughs) because we're sleeping. Sometimes they're obscured by the TV. our busyness. But they happen every day, regardless. In the same way, the sun shines through the pages of the Bible. The Lord shines His light. His countenance is lifted upon you. And His Holy Spirit is with you to interpret those words into practical ways that you can live out your faith. He can speak words of wisdom that are unique and directed towards you. But He's not going to do it, my friends. He's not going to do it through false prophets, through idols, Through false gods. He's going to do it through his word. Now, it is true that all truth belongs to God. Even if the truth is espoused by somebody who is not a believer, it doesn't make the truth less truth. It just makes the, makes the person who's speaking it perhaps less true if they don't believe. It's hard to claim the goodness of God when you don't even believe in God. God is able to speak through anybody. He can even speak through your fortune cookie. And sometimes God does give little nudges, little hints, But beware of superstition, my friends. Don't be looking to the horoscope for what your next decision ought to be. Don't be reading the self-help books looking for God's direction for your life. Years ago, people listened to Oprah or Dr. Phil. I don't know who's taken their place nowadays. Daytime TV, I have no idea. But don't... Don't look there for your answers. There is a place where God shines every day, all day, all through the night. He's there shining. If you pick it up and you open the pages and you begin to read, you will discover the face of God, and he will be shining upon you, and he will grant you peace. I will close with this admonition from Psalm 1. And this concludes my sermon series on blessing. And it is my great honor, after 20 years of serving you, to speak this beatitude over you and this warning. Listen, my friends, to the warning and the blessing of Psalm 1 Psalm 1 the way of the righteous and the wicked blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked nor stands in the way of sinners nor sits in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. The wicked are not so, but are like the chaff that the wind drives away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. Amen.